This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays, 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, it feels like we've had similar conversations in the past. A controversial preacher has been invited to come speak in Calgary and concern being raised about that appearance. This is set for tomorrow. Uh, The event says the supernatural 2018 Calgary invasion with Apostle Johnson Suleiman. It's happening uh, at a venue in Calgary. That this is an individual, I think, whose views ought to be denounced. And it begs the question of of why there were those uh, here in Calgary who want him to come speak and who were prepared to go watch him speak. I suppose there's uh, another question as well as to to why such individuals are allowed to come into Canada to to spread these views. Now, this individual has some, some rather harsh views when it comes to homosexuals and homosexuality. Here's um, one example. If you're a homosexual, you have four problems. Number one, you have a demon living inside you. A registered demon from from hell. Demon with capital letters. Number two, you have a medical problem because your thinking is wrong. Number three, economic problem can cause it. There are people that get paid for being homosexuals. Number four, you are a pervert. You have tried the normal style. It's no more important. You want something new. These are your four problems. So deal with it and stop forcing it on people. Okay, so some pretty hateful views. What do we make of this? And and what should the response be? Well, among those speaking out, uh, McEwen University Assistant Professor Janaid Jahangir uh, joins us on the line. Professor, thanks for making some time for us here today. Thank you, Rob. Um, tell us a bit more about uh, this, this particular individual. We received news from LGBTQ activists in Nigeria uh, who actually are working there at great personal risk. And they asked uh, people in Canada, uh, specifically you know, people like Dr. Christopher Wells, uh, uh, people like um, uh, this, this, the activists in Ontario, and they requested uh, help in this regard. That this is a person who has a huge following in Nigeria, and he is now uh, going because it's it's very difficult for those people to do something about him in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. But if he's given a platform in freer countries like Canada, for instance, then his message gets even more entrenched. And so they requested help uh, to do something about this. Now, what has happened is there's a petition online which states that we need to prevent the entry of hateful hateful speakers like him from coming to Canada. And And because this was going on on the net, that's where I got news of it. And I thought that, you know, some awareness must be spread on this particular individual and his event. Right. 
Now, we don't know exactly what, what he's going to say during this, this event tomorrow. I mean, it's possible that, that he'll avoid some of these topics. But, but even if he's not coming here to spread hatred, what is the danger in giving him that, that platform, giving him that legitimacy? Uh, Rod, the thing is that this is a very, you know, there is a trend over here. And this is not just specific to this particular Christian evangelist. This is a trend across religious, across the religious spectrum. And I believe that, you know, several years ago, even within the Muslim community, you had speakers like Bilal Phillips and Hakim Quake. Right. Then you have academics like Daniel Hakika Jew. Then you have got others as out there who have this rhetoric. They rationalize, uh, they have these apologetics. They rationalize slavery. They rationalize just uh, concubinage and slave rape and all of that. Highly educated people, some from, you know, high institutions like Harvard University of all places. And so there is this streak of people. And when we uh, project them as respectable community leaders, then the message we are sending out to, uh, you know, uh, the people out there is that this is what religion is all about. This is who we are. These are our values. And quite frankly, it is uh, concerning that we are projecting this religion. Uh, uh, We are projecting all this hate uh, in, in the garb of religion and expecting people to swallow it up. And if anybody tries to uh, criticize or challenge these opinions, then they are labeled as intolerant. And uh, this, quite frankly, is concerning for our, especially for the upcoming uh, youth who struggle through these feelings. And uh, the message is very strongly given out to them that you are sinful, you are abnormal, you are deviant, and uh, and it's on the pain of death. In fact, if you go to the Muslims in Calgary website, their website still has all those opinions up there. The punishment is death, etc. So this is this is so this is what is festering in our societies, in our communities here in Ed- in Edmonton, in Calgary, in Montreal, in Toronto, in Vancouver, in all these places. So I fear what's going to happen in the future, that this fine melting point, this multicultural melting point, it's going to explode at some point where millions of splinters will be created and people would be at, you know, at each other's throat. And this is uh, not very, uh, you know, uh, this is not conducive for the harmonious, uh, you know, society that we want to see in Canada. Right. And I think with a situation like this, I mean, I think decent people, regardless of their, their background or the color of their skin, can and should speak out about this. But in terms of the importance, and we've spoken before about some of those hateful Islamic pe- preachers, the importance of, of Muslims speaking out against this. And, and in this instance here, then, for someone who has a considerable following in, in Nigeria, is it important then for the Nigerian community to speak out against this? That, that, that is correct. Because you see, here's the thing. We all have to, you know, it's easy to pinpoint the finger. It's easy to blame uh, outsiders. It's very difficult to look within. I mean, this is the main concept that all religions have in common. When Jesus speaks about, you know, before you, you know, pinpoint the finger at the other person, you look within. It's a similar sort of value ethic that we have in Islam, You, especially from the Sufi mystics. You have to look within. And uh, if I keep on blaming the white man should do this, there is white supremacism. Yes, there are these issues out there. And the responsibility against KKK, against all right, falls on that community. Likewise, when 
whenever these religious, ethnic, cultural, racial leaders come up and spew hate, the primary responsibility falls on the people of those respective communities to stand up and say, no, not in our name. It becomes a free speech issue, I guess, when we get into the, the question of whether somebody like this should be allowed to come to Canada, should be allowed to speak in Canada. I mean, it's easy enough to find videos of, of this guy online. So if people are really determined to hear what he has to say, it's not difficult to, to do so. But what do you make of the question of whether people like this should even be allowed into Canada? Um, I don't have a strong opinion on that, whether he should be allowed or he should not be allowed. But what I do have a strong opinion about is that if, I mean, first of all, if he's not allowed, then the matter is closed. And this is what countries, poor countries like Bangladesh or Philippines, they decided to go that route because they don't have the resources. People are not as, edu- you know, the, I mean, people don't have the time and the resources to do the research and the homework to go and counter these people out there. And uh, but in specific, specifically in Canada, if he's allowed to speak, then there has to be some sort of resistance, some sort of a counter narrative uh, to his point of view. Otherwise, what ends up happening is we are simply indoctrinating the younger generation. And in the next five, 10 years, when that generation matures to adult age, they will hold on to very, very stringent and very, very close-minded and bigoted opinions. And I fear uh, that the landscape of the Canadian uh, society is going to be vastly different than the tolerant uh, face that we see today. Good point. Yeah, and I, I think ultimately, I mean, the problem is, even if we don't let him into Canada, it doesn't change the fact that there are people here who follow him, people here who wanted to go watch him. I guess the, the problem is the demand for that sort That's- of thing, right? That is absolutely correct. That is the main issue. And that is where people within the community, because this change cannot happen from the outside. Because if somebody from the outside, like yourself or myself, who are not part of the Nigerian community, uh, if we say something, then it is sort of seen as an interference, and rightfully so. But the issue is that people from within that community have to stand up because they are primarily responsible, and only they have the language and the tools to wisely uh, let go of all of this, you know, isolate these hateful views and, and, and move towards viewpoints that bring people together, not split them apart. And, like, and in a similar fashion, I have the responsibility in the Muslim community to actually, you know, pinpoint at all these people like Bilal Phillips, Hakim Quake, etc., etc. Year after year, they get invited yeah. to actually pinpoint that, you know, you, you don't speak in our name. And, and, and likewise, all the other communities. And this is not just this is not just relevant for this particular case at this particular point in time, but this is going to happen in the future again. Maybe some other community invites their leader. The third community invites their leader. This is going to keep on happening unless we really wake up and shake up and say, what are we doing here in Canada? Do we want to import all that hate? We already have enough hate uh, you know, from the KKK. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. 
from you know all these uh, supremacist groups do we want to add more hate to it from uh, outside overseas sources as well i don't think so yeah, well said uh, professor jahangir thank you so much for joining us today really do appreciate this Thank you. Thank you thank very you. much. Uh, that is uh, Janaid uh, Jahangir, is a professor, assistant professor at McEwen University. And we spoke with him before about uh, some of these uh, concerning Islamic preachers uh, who have been brought to Calgary. Uh, I suppose this individual represents uh, the Christian faith, at least ostensibly. Hopefully, um, sensible Christians will speak out about this kind of thing. Look, here's the thing. And, and in a weird way, this is kind of a parallel to the Sapora Berman discussion we had earlier today. This isn't about saying you should be forbidden from allowing these people to speak. The question is, why are you inviting them in the first place? If you want to, I guess, go ahead. But why? Why this person? Why these views? So the concerning thing is that people want to hear these views. And so regardless of whether it's a white bigot, a Nigerian bigot, a Muslim bigot, whatever, the important word is bigot, and we should be willing to, to denounce bigotry. And that's all we're doing here is calling attention to it and denouncing it. This guy's going to come tomorrow. He's going to speak. Unfortunately, people are going to go watch. It is what it is. But that doesn't mean we ignore it either. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.